Maybe my number was up when that <laughs> almost crushed me. You know what? Maybe you're just messing around with fate. Emma, your number was up the first day I met you. You remember the case? Yeah. Fragile little human. I was a quick, wet boy diving too deep for coins. All of your streetlight eyes wide on my plastic toys. And when the cops closed the fair, I could. Baby, he told me a dog called for you. So tell me, how goes your human vampire relationship? be extra loud welcome to geek fights the ponzi scheme of podcasting i'm damon shaw with me as always is mr mike ortiz uh mike what are we fighting about tonight well uh as as part of our october halloween themed episodes tonight's topic is the best vampire so who is joining us tonight Ooh, I probably should have done that before the episode. <laughs> We've got Jill Value. Hello. Uh, Chris Mitchell. I want to suck your blood. Suck my what? I can't understand. Balls. Whoa, weird British accent. And uh, Josh, I did not get a pronunciation of your last name, or do I? I do not know if you want your last name in the episode. Uh, Josh. That's fine. It's Perigo. And uh, just like vampires, my fantasy football team is sucking. <laughs> uh, we're, we're playing during football. We're going to have uh, a lot so, of sucking jokes tonight, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Um, what are we, uh, how, uh, how do the fights work, Mike? Well, each of our panelists uh, chooses six of their favorite vampires. We throw in two more chosen by Geek Fight staff to bring it up to 32. We randomly uh, match them up and drop them into tournament-style brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. Uh, we each cast our vote and give our reasons. The winner moves on to the next round, and this continues until someone is crowned best vampire. Uh, there are no wrong answers on Geek Fights, only wrong people. You can use any rationale you want, be it clever and well thought out or crazy and personal. Uh, that's what we call geek logic, and good geek logic has been known to sway votes, so choose your argument wisely. 
wisely my ass uh let's <laughs> get started jill this one is yours it is a vampire lestat versus nosferatu and i will say that mr forum tried to put nosferatu on the list as his unknown he's like and he's like without nosferatu we don't have vampires so or you know vampire movies and stuff but go ahead jill uh, that's very true, which is going to make it very hard for Lestat to beat him. But that's who I'm voting for Lestat. And the reason is, is because he was the first time in books that I remember seeing this, the vampire as the sexy protagonist. <laughs> Sorry about that. Rather than um, being the monster villain that they normally are. And not only was he that, but he was um, the, the vampire Lestat books are in the horror section. And those books actually got me into reading horror books and other vampire as monster books. So he gets my vote. Uh, vote for Lestat. Mike? Uh, I am going to vote for Nosferatu. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to use the, uh, the form B correlation here. Uh, what I'm going to use is the, uh, the multiple versions of them. We don't have a specific Nosferatu here. And that's one of the things that's going to happen a lot, I think, in this episode. Uh, but Nosferatu is not only the original uh, film, but uh, for me, it's the the Klaus Kinski uh, Werner Herzog remake uh, because Klaus Kinski is just fucking awesome. And then also, arguably, the character shows up again in um, God, what was that new one, Shadow of the Vampire uh, by Willem Dafoe. So uh, that's some really good geek cred. Lestat was Tom Cruise and Stuart Townsend. Uh, which are, are nowhere near as cool. Yeah, but the books were awesome. You can't judge it just on the movie. A vote for Nosferatu. Chris? Um, the, the show started with two juggernauts of, of vampirism. I'm going I'm to lean towards Nosferatu as well, mainly because um, I've only seen the movie where with Lestat, um, interview with a vampire and he's a bit too flouncy whereas Nosferatu I, I watched the the 1922 original earlier today and even now even though the the quality of the film isn't great still such a menacing presence on the screen so Nosferatu a vote for Nosferatu and I will use the foreign Barry corollary without the vampire Lestat no Eric Northman, which is one of my favorite vampires. So I'm going to go with uh, Lestat. And I did just watch Interview with a Vampire last night at like one in the morning. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Josh. Which one takes the win? I put Nosferatu on the list, and uh, I was thinking about the 1922 version. Uh, Lestat was played by Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire, and out of everybody who's played vampires on this list, Tom Cruise is most like a vampire. He finds young women. He somehow sucks the life out of them and the will to live. And then he moves on to another one. Uh, however, I like Nosferatu and I'm going to save my arguments for the later round because uh, he's moving on. Nosferatu. A vote for Nosferatu. Wow. You, you, you actually sharked me into changing my vote back to Lestat. I was still Lestat. It didn't matter, but that was pretty awesome. Sucks the life out of young women. Uh, Nosferatu is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Desmond, <laughs> Desmondus Rotundus, also known as a vampire bat, and I will only say vampire bat after this, versus Vlad the Impaler. 
Uh, this is funny because when I saw this list and saw Desmondus Rotundus and in parentheses Vampire Bat, I thought that was the name of a character from a movie called Vampire Bat, so I didn't know what it was or who it was. Uh, but turns out it is uh, actually the real Vampire Bat. Uh, this is interesting because a Vampire Bat is not a vampire. It's a Vampire Bat. And Vlad the Impaler was actually not a vampire. Uh, he was a tyrannical but uh, very human ruler. Um so uh, as far as which is best vampire, it's really neither. But as far as which is more important to vampire lore, uh, Vlad the Impaler was uh, was Dracula, which will mean in the next round it's kind of a, a two Dracula variants against each other. Dracula is going to have play a lot of roles in this particular uh, topic. Uh, so I'm going to go for Vlad the Impaler because even though a vampire bat would be a vampire bat without dracula i don't think anybody would care about the vampire bat without dracula a vote for vlad the impaler chris um i'm 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 not sure that vlad the impaler really deserves a place on this list at all because it was really just the name dracula that that um, bram stoker took and put against the character that he'd already written um so I, I'm on this round. I'm going to vote for the vampire bat wholly and solely because it is as close to a vampire as you're really going to see in the real world. Uh, vote for the vampire bat. Me. Uh, yeah, I got to go with the bat. The bat drinks blood. There, there. Uh, <coughs> well, I don't know how many vampire bats. Let's say uh, hundreds of thousands of vampire bats right now drinking blood somewhere in the world. Period. They, they, they are doing what vampire vampires are supposed to do one of the key things drinking blood of other creatures uh usually living creatures as well they don't drink blood from the dead they actually just pierce you when you're alive they're kind of like mosquitoes Ooh, we should have put mosquitoes on here but i'm voting for the vampire bat uh josh this is interesting fight because we actually have two real things we have a real person and a real animal and uh with vlad we actually get the name dracula for this first time which actually means son of the dragon and then we've got the vampire bat which really exists and does suck blood uh i'm sure vlad Vlad had drank his share of blood too yeah but not for the reasons a vampire would just probably for the hell of it you know what i'm gonna go with the vampire bat because they actually suck blood vampire bats suck so vampire bats a vote for Vampire Bats and Jill. Well, I think the Vampire Bat has already won, so I'll give a little bit more vo- love to Vlad the Impaler. And Desmondus Rotundus, Rotunda, yeah, Rotundus is moving on, and we are. Uh, and seriously, that's going to be the character. That's you know what? That's going to be my old the name of the old man character that I made up. Uh, Desmondus Rotundus. Uh, Chris, this next fight is yours. It is Count von Count. I love to count. Versus Jesse from Near Dark. Uh, not sure who Jesse from Near Dark is, and everyone loves a Muppet. Count von Count. A uh, vote for the Count. Uh, yeah, I can count today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Everybody has eleven fingers, just like you're supposed to, and I can count because of the count. So I am going to go with Count von Count. Uh, Josh, uh, I, I watched a trailer for Near Dark. Uh, 
before uh, this morning, and uh, it looks like a horrible movie. It's just a bunch of vampires driving around in an RV. Um, but I love the, I love the count. Uh, he kicks it old school. He lives in a castle. He wears a cape. I mean, he is the epitome of a vampire, and he's a Muppet, and everybody loves Muppets. So, Count Von Count. I'll vote for Count Von Count. Jill? Count Von Count is just a, a friendly Muppet, nice version of Dracula. So, I vote for him. Mike, is it a clean sweep? No, you people are all idiots. It's Jesse. A vote for Jesse, but the count is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Uh, it is Eric Northman from True Blood versus Kane from World of Darkness. Uh, Jeremiah was supposed to be on the episode. Uh, I'm sure he just got the time thing mixed up. He's the one that put on um, Kane from World of Darkness. I don't know who Kane from World of Darkness is. Um, I love the shit out of Eric Northman. Or Eric Northman is my all-time favorite vampire at the moment. I love the shit out of him. So I'm going to go with uh, Eric Northman and he should move through p- rather easily. Uh, Josh. Uh, yeah. I-, I think that Cain is supposed to be the son of Adam and Eve. That's what I read. Uh, I-, I don't know anything about it. And uh, I have a lot to say about Eric Northman, but I'm going to go ahead and-, and wait for next round. So Eric Northman. Uh, vote for Eric Northman. Jill. You know, it's funny. I was almost going to put Eric Northman on the list myself, but I didn't because I figured I might be the only one who liked him because the reason why so many people do is because he's hot. So I'm glad that he's getting the love and he gets my vote too. That's not why I like him. <laughs> well, I'm, I figured as much, but that's one of the reasons why I like him. Uh, yes, he is a very attractive man, but Eric Northman gets another vote. Mike. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Kane is and uh, I am attracted to Eric Northman. Um, but even if I wasn't, he's still an awesome vampire. Another vote for the Northmen. Chris, is it a clean sweep? It is indeed. Rock and roll. Northman, moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Drusilla from Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus, what is this? Santico Pandemonia, whatever. <sighs> yeah. Uh... I don't watch Buffy. I never have. Um, I did a little bit of research. Uh, and I saw it from dusk to dawn a long time ago. A long time ago. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and use a little bit of geek logic here. And I'm just going to go with who's hotter. Or more or less who I do. And uh, Selma Hayek uh, has to take it in my book. She's extremely hot. So um, what are we calling her? Santo something? That'll work. Santo something, Santo something. Gets, a, gets a vote. Just say Jill. Selma Hyatt because that's the only reason anyone's voting for her. Uh, Jill? Except for me because I always vote for the Buffy character. So I vote for Drusilla. Uh, vote for Drusilla. Mike? Yeah, see, I put uh, uh, Selma Hayek on this list because I, as I looked over the list, um, you know, there's a lot of, of sexy men, but uh, really lacking in the sexy women. And so I think... Uh, Salma Hayek is the hottest lady vampire ever. That dance is the only part of From Dust Till Dawn that I've actually seen. I've never seen the movie, but uh, I've seen her uh, her little stripper dance. And uh, yeah, that this is the only vampire on this list that I actually genuinely want to bang. A uh, vote for Salma Hayek vampire, Chris. Salma Hayek vampire is incredibly hot, but it's. Uh, 
a, a one-off scene in a movie that if you didn't actually have the turn to a vampire, she'd be a hot stripper. Drusilla, in, in my eyes anyway, is genuinely one of the scariest characters in the whole Buffyverse because she is batshit crazy. Absolutely mad. And it's a different type of vampire than you're going to see on the rest of this list because she is so twisted. So my vote is for Drusilla. A vote for Drusilla. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. And who says batshit crazy isn't hot? Um, She's attractive. And she's fucking nutty. Uh, so yeah, I gotta go with Drusilla. Uh, not, n- yeah, but which one would you rather see naked? Uh, I've seen both naked, so not that big a deal. You mean right in front of me right now? Uh, probably Drusilla, the actress that played Drusilla right now, because I think she's younger than Salma Hayek. She's Sal- forty-seven. Really? How old is Salma Hayek? She's got to be pushing forty-something, fifty. Anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm still voting for Drusilla. And Drusilla is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Jill, this one is yours. It is Jerry <clears throat> Jerry Dandridge from Fright Night, the 1985 version versus Vampire Hunter D. I saw Fright Night uh, probably 20 years ago. I don't know who Vampire Hunter D is. Uh, I understand he's an anime character. I don't read or watch much anime. So I'm going to have to vote for Jerry Dandridge, even though every time I see him, all I can see is Prince Humperdinck. A uh, vote for Jerry Dandridge. And it's a, a she. It's a she. Vampire Hunter D is female. Uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'll also go with Jerry Dandridge. Um, I also am not familiar with anime, but uh, Fright Night is one of my favorite movies. A uh, vote for Jerry. Chris. Uh know very little about vampire hunter d um gotta go for jerry another vote for jerry um <clears throat> i will vote for vampire hunter d it's a, more of a classic nosferatu type of vampire only she's kind of a good guy um plus i don't like the original fright night as a matter of fact if you had said it, if you hadn't put the 1985 and it's the, it doesn't, uh, what's his name, play the same character in the, the remake? Yep. I like him in that role. I like how he plays it. But you didn't say that guy. You said the other guy. So uh, fuck the other guy. I'm going with Vampire Hunter D and Josh. Uh, vampire Hunter D. What Was there a Vampire Hunter A, B, or C? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it sucks. Uh, Dinner is in the oven. I'm going with Jerry Dandridge. Uh, vote for Jerry. I that was a quote from Fright Night, by the way. Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that it wasn't a quote from Vampire Hunter D. Um, Jerry is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Batman The Red Rain Trilogy. Uh, this is, this is a a strange one because, um, it, you know, Dracula is the only reason why we are having this conversation. Um, I don't have my iconic bell ready. I had it, but then I had to look something up real quick. So let me just pull it up so I can say Dracula is come on loading iconic. Uh, he is the vampire. Um, and I don't know if this is, you know, specifically 
even that that horrible uh, movie. No, this is specifically Bram Stoker's Dracula. Even the horrible movie. Another, even if it was that list. one, it uh, that was still Gary Oldman. And he's awesome. Um, and you know, Batman Red Rain was uh, was actually kind of clever. And you know, the idea of making Batman literally a Batman uh, and giving him supernatural powers was uh, was a clever idea. And Kelly Jones did great artwork. Um, it is up against Dracula. But uh, I will vote for Batman Red Rain because Batman always wins. Isn't that how this works? Isn't that Geek Law? Uh, vote for the Batman. Chris? I'm going to go straight ahead with, with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, whether it is the Gary Oldman Bram Stoker's Dracula or the Dracula that's in the book. Because it, it started the ball rolling. He is the iconic... Bing! There you go. The iconic image... That I that I think of is is of the 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 mist the shroud the mystery that surrounds Dracula himself. Um, so straight in Dracula. Uh, vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula. The reason I keep being very specific about Bram Stoker's Dracula, most people aren't paying any attention to the uh, brackets because there is Christopher Lee Dracula on the other side. So we could actually end up with Dracula versus Dracula. That's by, why I'm saying. Stay within the realm of it being Bram Stoker, Dracula. So the movie and the book. Uh, you can't really go off on other Dracula tangents, oddly enough. Uh, but I'm going to vote for Batman because Batman always wins. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Josh? Uh, it, it's tough to look at a movie and say I like one Dracula over the other. But Bram Stoker's Dracula in the movie, uh, I'm going to say iconic. He He's iconic. He's... He's everything that we think Dracula is and that we love about Dracula. He's scary. He's manipulative. He's seductive. He changes forms. He's everything. Uh, So it's got to be Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Jill. Come on, say Batman. You know you want it to be Batman. (laughs) No, sorry. I agree with everything Chris and Josh said, so I'm, I'm voting Dracula. Sorry. Yeah, Bram Stoker's Dracula is moving on, and we're at our first unknown fight of the day. Uh, Chris Mitchell, this one is yours. It is Vampire Willow from Buffy. So hot. Versus Jared's pick. Uh, and when, when I said he couldn't do Nosferatu, he came up with this one very, very quickly. It is also from Interview with a Vampire. Claudia. Yeah, you thought I was going to say Louis. You thought I was going to say Louis. No, Claudia. Claudia. Uh, go ahead, Chris. I very nearly put Claudia on the list because the the child vampire is is really really scary. Because uh, uh, I don't know what it is. It, it, it's it's the innocence and then the sudden turn, especially with Claudia, because she's you know very very quick to turn. But Vampire Willow is hot, and you've got to have something going through that's hot. And I don't know what to go for. Uh, I'm going to go with the, with the scary one. I'm going to go for Cla- Claudia. A vote for Claudia. It's probably because you have a child around the same age running around your house. Why <laughs> she's that scary? Uh, yeah, and, and it's actually one of her only good performances. Kirsten Dunst, like she only has one good performance, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the yeah. I'm gonna shake things up. I'm going to go Claudia. 
Uh oh, uh oh, Buffy, Buffy might go down. Josh, <sighs> you know, I did some research this morning and found out that uh, the Willow, who's a vampire, actually takes place in an alternate universe on Buffy. Now, uh, I'm a huge Star Trek guy, and if there's one thing I can't stand, it's the mirror universe. And pretty much in all sci-fi, whenever you have a mirror universe, it sucks, and I can't stand it. Uh, so, as much as I hate to, because I think she's kind of a boring character, I'm going to go with Claudia. A vote for Claudia. Uh, Jill? Well, I... Claudia, to me, was not one of the more interesting characters. I found her annoying, both in the books and in the movies. And of course, I'm going to vote for the Buffy character. So I vote for Vampire Willow. A vote for Vampire Willow. Mr. Ortiz, can you shark any of us over to the other side? Probably not. Actually, definitely not. And I really don't care that much. Um, I'm going to vote for Vampire Willow. Uh, and uh, I, she, Vampire Willow was was hot. Um not Salma Hayek hot. She was hot because the the character she played. I mean, you were talking about Drusilla being crazy. Uh, she's crazy too. Uh, the board now. I mean, that was just awesome. Where she came from, people or vampires rode people like ponies. Uh, and this mirror universe was not was not so much that everything was opposite. It was just people had been turned into vampires. So it really wasn't mirror. It wasn't evil. Uh, Buffy was a hero in both universes. It's just in one. Uh, Buffy never made it to Sunnydale, and and Sunnydale was overrun by, by vampires. So it's not really a mirror universe. Uh, and lastly, because the child as vampire that uh, Claudia represents was um, actually done much, much better in Near Dark, which was a great vampire movie that apparently none of you people know anything about. So uh, I'm going to vote for Vampire Willow. A vote for Vampire Willow. I yeah, you didn't sway me. Claudia is moving on. Uh, no, because you did people though. didn't vote for uh, fucking near dark. What's wrong with you? What do you mean, you people? You voted for near dark? No, but it, there's nothing wrong. I didn't say there was anything wrong with near dark. I actually like near dark. I so, think there's something wrong with near dark. You only saw the trailer. The movie itself is actually decent. It's a decent eighties, eighties, yeah, eighties uh, horror film. Plus, he was up against a Muppet. Right. It was yeah, the, another reason count. not to vote or to vote for Near Dark. Some of us had childhoods and enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah, and apparently some of you are still in them. Anyway, we're on to our next fight. We're going to be voting against everything Mike loves. Uh, it is Deacon Frost from Blade versus Eli from Let the Right One In. Um, or what's the other movie? Uh, Let, Let Me In. Me in. Let me in. Either or, I just put let the right one in. It didn't matter. This is my only thing on the list. The only thing I put on the list because there were four Dracula, well, three Draculas, and I had to erase at least one. Um, I like Eli. I, I, I like how creepy and tragic. It's another child vampire, but uh, this one is a little boy girl. So I'm going to go with Eli because it's creepy as shit. Uh, Josh. When I think of vampires, uh, there's certain criteria I think they have to meet. And one of them is that you know, they kind of have to be suave. They kind of have to know how to dress well. They have to have a nice house or a castle. And Deacon Frost just looks like a like a homeless crackhead. He looks like he hasn't slept 
in days. He looks like he's just going to like, you know, stick a gun and, and take your purse or something. It, uh, and he seems a little unstable, which I guess most vampires are, but it, it just doesn't go with how he looks. And uh, Eli is creepy. I mean, a kid vampire is, it's a scary thing. I mean, she's 12 and she's been 12 for, you know, God knows how long. Um, but she's like an adult inside and she kills people. So Eli. And uh, Eli is he, at least the, in no, the original version. She, no, the original? in both versions, it's, both versions, she's a girl. Are you sure? Because uh, if you look, they, they cut off his genitalia. No, it's it's a girl. It's played by a girl. Well, the second, both times, it's played by a girl. But Yeah, and it's supposed to be a girl in both. The first one, they, 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 they cut off their genitalia. So I swear it was a boy. But uh, another vote for Eli. Jill. I'm going to vote for Eli as well, just because I, unlike where I didn't like Claudia, I found her annoying. I found this child version of a, of a vampire kind of sympathetic and creepy at the same time. And I liked both versions of the movie. Uh, vote for Eli. Mike. Uh, I have not seen Let the Right One In or Let Me In. Um, Deacon Frost and the Blade movie. Uh, I like the movie a lot. I think he was fairly unremarkable as as a character but deacon frost is actually from the the tomb of dracula comic books uh and deacon frost in the comics is actually pretty cool and those that was a great comic book run and since uh since there's not a lot of uh comic book love on here i think we have one more in the next round um i'm gonna vote for deacon frost uh more for his uh comic book appearances than in that movie uh vote for deacon frost and chris I'm going to throw another vote towards Deacon Frost because he's he's the Gordon Gecko of the vampire world. He he's trying to drive uh, vampirism forward. He's trying to make a whole new world for himself and his cronies. Um, that's about it. Deacon Frost. A vote for Deacon Frost. But Eli is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is David from the Lost Boys versus Cassidy from Preacher. Uh, again, you have. Uh a vampire in Cassidy who not only looks like a homeless drug addict, he kind of is a homeless drug addict. Uh, he, I think vampires should kind of have their shit together. Reason and within reason. And uh, I don't think he does. Uh, David, on the other hand, played by Kiefer Sutherland is, is, is an actor who I don't think has his shit together. Um, and although I like everything that he does, I don't think he did a good job with this, but, I still have to go with him because he just seems like a, a better vampire. Uh, vote for David. Jill. I put David on the list I'm, and I'm voting for him because Lost Boys came out when I was in high school and it was that, you know, Kiefer Sutherland was one of those guys in all the teen magazines that you'd put his posters up in my bedroom kind of thing. And to see him play such a dark and kind of mysterious and wicked kind of character was just a thrill for my teenage self. So for that reason, I am voting for him. A vote for David. Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for Cassidy. Uh, I put him on this list. He's the last representative of, of comic book vampires on here. And he's not the, the classic uh, suave, sexy vampire. And that's actually part of the, of, of why I, I like him. Uh, Preacher was a great comic. I think it was one of the greatest comics of the nineties. One of the, best complete storylines ever done 
And he was there pretty much the whole time. And he's one of the protagonists. So he's a character that you need to identify with and sympathize with in a lot of ways because he is very flawed. Uh, He's a lot easier to sympathize with him than with the lead. Uh, and I think that's why he doesn't come off, you know, the way the others do. It's because he's kind of a, kind of a bit of a loser and he's been around for a long time. And even though he's, he's kind of enjoying being a vampire, he does not look upon it, you know, the way the rest of the vampires on this list do. I mean, he's, he's a, he lives in a very grounded, uh, vampire world, not, not unlike the Buffy ones. And he actually gives the vampires who dress up all goth and stuff kind of shit, um, so I'm going to vote for Cassidy because I think he's a great, very real character. He's a character that gets a wonderful ending in the book and the ending that he deserves. And because of all the vampires on here, he's the one that's probably, or one of the ones that's probably closest to being a hero. So uh, I will vote for Cassidy. A vote for Cassidy. Chris. Mike had very, very nearly swayed me with that argument, but I, I'm going to have to go to the lowest common denominator that not only is David cool. He's 80s cool. David. A vote for David. Uh, luckily, Cassidy is not the last comic book representation on here. Blade is down a little bit farther. Um, but Cassidy has one of the best stories, period. And he's also British. You know, way to, way to betray your, 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 your brotherhood. Isn't he your, Irish? Your country. Yeah, shut Irish. shut oh. the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to get him to switch. God damn it. Calling him a Brit made it might've happened. God damn it. And, and yeah, I like him way better than I like David in the lost boys. So that's a fucking shitty movie. I'm sorry. And it's got two shitty sequels. Uh, granted it's fun, but not nearly as, as life enriching as the story of Cassidy. And his story is a great story where, you know, he's out with his uh, brother and his brother gets attacked by a vampire and then he gets attacked and he's left for dead and he turns and he's lost and alone in the world. Like, I love Cassidy's story. I, I, I'm going to miss the shit out of Cassidy. And it's uh, disappointing that we don't get to talk about him because of the fucking Lost Boys. The fucking Lost Boys. The shitty Corey and Corey movie. Um, yeah, my vote went to Cassidy. But David is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is the Master from Buffy versus Grigory Rasputin. Now, now we didn't decide if this was the real Rasputin or a character, right? We decided that yes, it is. Yes, it is. And yes, it is. It's whatever you want it to be. It's Well, either way, I don't know of Rasputin as a vampire character, but the, the real guy was not supposed to be a vampire. He was just supposed to be really hard to kill. Um, so of course I'm going to vote for the master. I, although the master is not one of my favorite vampires. I think he's a very one dimensional kind of character, but he's from Buffy. So therefore he gets my vote. A vote for the master. Mike. Um, I kind of have to agree with Jill. I, I don't really care for the master, uh, much at all. He was, he was the first season villain. So he really didn't have a lot of character. He was, was pretty, uh, generic. Um, and I've always thought of Rasputin as a mesmerist or a sorcerer, but he is also pretty cool. And I guess hard to kill. He could be a vampire, but I think I will still vote for the master because didn't they resurrect the master? And he was like a child. in one of the stories, I believe so. Uh, all right. So because he's got that kid vampire thing going and because technically Rasputin, I don't think is a vampire. Uh, I will vote for the master. 
uh, vote for the master, Chris. I put the master on this list, but in the interest of fairness, I'm going to vote for Rasputin for whatever reason he was put on the list in the first place. Oh, vote for Rasputin. I like that logic. Fuck you, master. I'm voting for Rasputin. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Josh. Which one takes the win? <sighs> this means I can knock another Buffy character out, doesn't it? Because I would love to do that. You uh, could. I read uh, a lot of stuff about Rasputin. Uh, I already knew some stuff. You know, I can't find anything where it says that he was a vampire. People thought he was a vampire. Um but I kind of like the fact that he's creepy and people just assume that, you know, a creepy guy has got to be a vampire. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn this upside down and just go with Rasputin. Oh, vote for Rasputin. I changed my vote. You changed your vote to the master? Yeah. All right. The master is moving on. <laughs> And we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Pam from True Blood versus John Blaylock from The Hunger. Uh, I I like True Blood a lot. Uh, Pam is actually one of my least favorite characters on that show. And uh, out of all the vampire women, she's the only one that is I, I don't particularly find attractive. Um, and uh, But I'm going to vote for Josh Blaylock because uh, he is David Bowie. Um, and, uh, even though I think some people may not quite get the movie today in its day when it came out, uh, it, it was a great stylish modern, which is very strange. Cause you look at it now and it's so dated. Um, but you've got, you know, the Bauhaus song, Bella Lugosi's dead being played, uh, at a club as, as David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve descend on some, uh, freaky new wave couple to take them back and slash the throats. You know, when you describe David, as 80s cool um yeah i don't i don't really think so we want to talk 80s cool it's david fucking bowie uh vote for john blaylock uh chris i i don't watch true blood um basically because it's not that easy to watch over here but um i did watch the hunger this morning and it's it's an awful film it's a terrible terrible film but Mike does have a point. If I'm going to vote for anything, it might as well be go keep going along the cool line. So I'll I'll vote for David Bowie. Uh, vote for Bowie. Uh, yeah, '80s. Fuck, fuck that horrible movie. Yeah, you know, I've never seen The Hunger, so I can't say it's horrible. But I like Pam, and as a matter of fact, this I didn't like Pam before this season. And Alan, ding, uh, loves the shit out of Pam. Uh, he he's into big booty milfs, and Pam is kind of like that. And but uh, literally before the season, I did not like Pam. Pam was a reluctant uh, hero. Uh, before this season, this season she's kind of the hero. I like her a lot, and then the relationship she's having with uh, what's her name is pretty cool too. So I'm gonna go with Pam. Uh, Josh. Uh, David Bowie is '80s cool. I got news for you. David Bowie is fucking cool in any decade. He would be cool in like the 1920s wearing like knickers. Uh, I, I like True Blood. Um, I like some of those characters. Pam really, she's not like a major character on the show. Um, she doesn't really contribute a whole lot. So uh, I, can't, I, I can't go away from David Bowie in this, in this fight. David Bowie. 
I'll vote for John Blaylock and Jill. I love David Bowie. I have not seen this movie. Um, I, I, Damon, I agree with everything you said about Pam. I'm up until this latest season, I liked her, but I didn't love her, but I loved her after this season. And I think she's just one of those tough, take whatever can come her way, you know, don't get my way or I'll slap you down kind of characters. And I love that about her. And I think she's great in that role. So she gets my vote. I'll vote for Pam, but John Blaylock, also known as David Bowie. And yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we'll be moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Uh, Chris, this one is yours. I know which way I'm voting. It is Edward Cullen from Twilight versus Dracula played by Christopher Lee. Uh, this is actually quite a really hard fight because I can't come up with enough words to say how much Edward Cullen annoys me and how much I want Dracula to move through to the next round. Dracula. A vote for Dracula. And I know what you're saying. Vampires. Why the fuck did you put <laughs> Edward Cullen on the list? And I did not. I only put one character on the list. Edward Cullen is amazing. <laughs> I've never seen the Christopher Lee Dracula. But even if I had, I know right now I will be voting for Edward Cullen. Because right now, by saying I'm voting for Edward Cullen... Hundreds of people are stopping listening to this episode because we lose all credibility with it because it changed the vampire lore. It, and it did. They, they have no problem with sunlight. Their problem with sunlight is because they sparkle and they play baseball in the in thunderstorms because when they hit the ball, it would sound like thunder. All kinds of crazy shit. Plus, uh, he basically... <laughs> He basically he's a fucking horrible individual who toys with sixteen year old girls and then, and then does so much domestic violence mind fuck on these girls that you have to vote for the horrible, horrible influence that is Edward Cullen. So I'm going to be voting for Edward Cullen. Um Josh. I put Edward on the list, and that's just because I wanted to see him get eviscerated by someone else. Uh, Christopher Lee playing Dracula, uh, he may be the only person on the list who's portrayed a vampire who actually knows what it's like to kill someone. Uh, I think he said in the Lord of the Rings uh, documentary that they did uh, that he had actually, he knows what it sounds like to stab a man in the back and have like his last breath come out. And I thought that was pretty cool, but... Uh, I don't know. Hearing Damon describe Edward Cullen, it, <laughs> you know, it, I like him up to the point where he's going to hang out. He's like going to stay with this girl. Like he should just be doing this every 10 years and moving on and finding another young girl. But he's decided to become monogamous um, with somebody who's like 200 years younger than him or 100 years younger, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with I'm going to go with um, Edward Cullen. A vote for Edward Cullen. Jill. Vampires don't sparkle. I'm sorry. And Edward Cullen is everything that's wrong with the vampire lore that's out these days. And he's a horrible example of it. So I am voting for Christopher Lee's Dracula. A vote for Christopher Lee's Dracula. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Mr. Ortiz. Um, you know, there's a lot of criticism sent to Edward Cullen. Uh, and, you know, when you say vampires don't sparkle, uh, you know, and in Buffy before Buffy 
Uh, vampires didn't get bumpy foreheads. And, you know, vampires, sometimes they're, you know, averse to garlic. Sometimes they're not. I mean, this vampire lore evolves. And this is one that's kind of strange, but it's also one that exists because it it fulfills a story purpose. It makes them prettier, I guess. And uh, and they needed their vampires to go out in sunlight. And lots of vampires, you know, have, have had, have gotten rid of the, uh, the sunlight thing uh, when it suits the story. Um, and he's, he's sexy. I mean, we may not think so. I don't think so, but part of the vampire lore going all the way back to, uh, to Dracula is vampires get, uh, get ladies all hot and bothered and, and maybe not, you know, anybody on this panel, but certainly a lot of, of people that are probably too young to listen to this show. And even some friends of ours, uh, do get all hot and bothered with it. So, I mean, in many ways, even though we may not like him, he does sort of fulfill all of this stuff, but I'm not getting rid of Christopher Lee. So, Christopher Lee. A vote for Christopher Lee, Dracula. I'm sorry, Edward Cullen, and your uh, domestic dispute ways, you, you went down. Mike, you had me worried for a minute there. I was he, worried too. <laughs> he, he, he raped that girl. It's horrible. Uh, but uh, Dracula is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Uh, me. It is Count Ducula versus Blade. Count Ducula all day long <laughs> because it's probably the only vote he's going to get. Maybe another one. Uh, yeah, I'm going Count Ducula. Uh, Josh. Uh, I have a problem with vampires who are out to kill other vampires. I mean, it's actually like his job to kill other vampires. It's not like he has a, you know, a problem with a specific vampire. Um, I really that's probably frowned on in the vampire community to be honest with you. Uh Count Ducula. Well, he, he's only uh, half vampire, right? He's not a true vampire. He's on the list. Yeah, so, but so was Rasputin. I don't I, I don't know why Rasputin was on the list. Anyway, I don't think Count Ducula's ever killed anybody. He may have made somebody laugh so hard they die, but he's never killed anybody. Uh he's a happy vampire and Blade is a grumpy vampire. I'm going to go with Count Ducula. A vote for Count Ducula. Uh, Jill. Count Ducula gets my vote, too, just because he's funny. And he's a vegetarian, so he wouldn't be killing anybody. Another vote for Count Ducula. Mike. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Blade movies. I I like the first one a lot. Um, I I remember the character from the comics as well. Um, And I really don't like Wesley Snipes. But I will uh, invoke a Formby corollary here. Uh, Blade was the first modern Marvel movie, the first one to be successful. It predated X-Men. Uh, no Blade, no Avengers. So, Blade. Oh, vote for Blade. Uh, Chris? I put Count Duckula on the list thinking that no one else would know what it was. That's made my day. Um, Duckula, the, the vegetarian vampire duck, gets my vote every day. A vote for Count Duckula. Uh, I will change my vote back to Blade, but Count Duckula <laughs> still wins. Uh, Mike does not know what Count Duckula is. Yes, I do. Do you really? Yes. It was a cartoon. He was also a comic book character. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <coughs> Another comic book character that made it on through into the next Yeah, fight. but I don't count those comic book characters. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, Josh, this one is yours. It is Spike from Buffy versus... Uh, what is this, Maximally from Vampire in Brooklyn? Uh, 
I've never seen Vampire in Brooklyn. I've seen trailers for it. Um, it seems kind of funny it, that Eddie Murphy, out of everything he's done, would portray a vampire too. Like he's portrayed a vampire, a doctor, a cop, a scientist. Uh, uh, the only reason I'm going to go with Maximilian here is that he changes into the guy from Coming to America who introduces a Mr. Randy Watson. Maximilian. Uh, vote for Maximilian or whatever his name is. Uh, Jill. Well, of course, I'm voting for Spike. I think he is a great example of a vampire. He is, I mean, you get him as, when you first see him, he's the mean, vicious fun to watch bad boy he still kind of remains that bad boy image throughout the season but he changes a little bit but not so much that he loses that flavor that makes him so cool so my vote is for spike a uh, vote for spike uh we know who her front runner is mike uh i i like vampire in brooklyn a lot i think it is uh it has gotten kind of a bad rap and i i kind of thought you know, eddie murphy hadn't really tried playing a character you know quite this far away from from himself and playing a villain character really um and i thought i thought this was really a, a great movie and uh i'm glad to see that it got represented on here i almost put it on here as well um but it is up against spike and uh spike is one of my uh favorite things uh, about buffy even to the point where angel the show that i really didn't care for that much uh became infinitely more watchable when spike uh, jumped over to that show um so i'll vote for spike a uh, vote for Spike, Chris. I'm going to go along with Spike as well. Um, like has been said, he, he's a, a, a very good example of a vampire. Even when when the turn happens and he becomes a more heroic character, he's pretty much always a reluctant heroic character. So Spike. A uh, vote for Spike, and uh, yeah, I'm not voting for Spike. Uh, because you beast fucked uh, you know you did it it's not a good movie it's a horrible movie it, Eddie Murphy plays like 15 parts in the goddamn movie it's it's, it's it predates when he did that with shit with the clumps or what, what are they called I love Whatever. that movie uh, yeah it, it's not a good movie don't don't go and see it on that recommendation it's but, got that dude from a uh, different world on it but he does say you beast fucker. You know you did it, which is still one of my favorite things. My my cousin David has said that to me from time to time, uh, just in passing. But Spike is moving on through, and we're at the last fight of the first round. Uh, Jill, this one is yours. It is back Blackula. Uh, how was I going to mispronounce that? Versus Karen's pick, which is Thomas Faith from the Dresden Files. Oh, that's a good pick. I forgot about him. Uh, I've never watched Blackula, but I have read the Dresden Files books, so I'm voting for Thomas. Uh, vote for Thomas Faith. Uh, Mike? Uh, it is totally Blackula. I've never read the Dresden Files or seen the TV show, and uh, Blackula was awesome. Uh, vote for Blackula. Chris? I don't know either of these whatsoever. Uh, Dresden Files. A uh, vote for Thomas Faith of the Dresden Files. Uh, last time I checked, let me look again. Still black, so I gotta vote for Blackula. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, uh, black people always vote for black things. That's the way it works. It's it's the fucking rule. You lose your card for it. Uh, Josh, it is all tied up. It comes down to you. I think uh, I think that Blackula is actually considered Dracula's soul brother. Uh, 
I would love to see Samuel Samuel L. Jackson play Blackula if they ever redid it. Uh, they probably won't because it's just a little off color. There was no pun intended. It's just it, it seems like uh, it's like one of those '70s movies that kind of capitalizes on something. But uh, I'm gonna go with Blackula because I don't even know who the other guy is. And Blackula, off color, is moving on. <laughs> Okay, that was a pun intended, I guess. <laughs> we'll be back. I'd say he's on color. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll be back after this. He's here at last. Good evening. Count Dracula comes to New York in a story of blazing caskets, smoking, burning passion. I heard the Russo grow. <laughs> it's explosive. When you come back tonight, it's okay to use the front door. Sensational. Oh my, are you buying me? Love at first bite. Rated BG. The number one comedy hit of the year is now playing at a theater or drive-in near you. This is Jeff from the United States Navy, stationed in China Lake, and you're listening to Geek Fights. Hey, why don't we uh, restart a show so I can continue to watch football? God damn it. All right. Losing. Uh, we're going to do geek cred and stuff. So, uh, do you want to go first or last, Josh? I'll go geek- first. You'll go first on geek cred? All yeah. Right. Um, Wait, no, no, I'm not doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> I haven't restarted the show. Unless Mike. I don't know if you were going to edit it in. Well, yeah. Well, no, because I go and we're back. We're doing what we do every week, talking about Jared Formby trademark geek cred. And then I would go, uh, Josh, what is your geek cred? And then you would you would you would do that. We we don't we we do as little work as possible on this show. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. <clears throat> And, and odds are that whole conversation might end up being in the episode. And we're back doing what we do every single week. Coming at you with Jarrett Form B Trademark Geek Cred. Uh, we're going to go right to you, Josh. It's your first time on the show. What is your geek cred? Uh, I asked my wife about this. I was like, what should I say? And she's like, how about you tell him that you've seen every episode of Star Trek made and that you have all kinds of Star Trek collectible stuff. And I said, you know, I think that's just about everybody who's ever on the show. So I would say officially my geek cred is that um, along with my wife and my brother-in-law and father-in-law and a couple other friends, we actually um, do paranormal investigations um, with our group uh, CAPS, which stands for Coffin Coffin ILO Paranormal Society. Um, But unofficially, I think what makes me a geek is that my uh, groom's cake at my wedding was the Enterprise um, I have a life-size cutout of Quark um, that was in my room until I was 21. And uh, to top it all off, I own the soundtrack f- from the Transformers animated movie in 1986, and I still listen to it. Into win. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to you, Jill. What is your geek cred? Uh, that was some pretty good geek cred. I don't think I can top that. I think my uh, most relevant to this list geek cred is that a couple of weeks ago when I went to Dragon Con, I got to I got to meet Spike, and he was totally awesome. Although he, James doesn't really speak with the British accent, which isn't as awesome, but still, I loved him. That's my geek cred. Did, did you did you at least ask him, hey man, just just British it up for me for a second? No, I, I didn't because I'm sure everybody else that he met that weekend did that. So I'm like, no, I'll just play it cool. But he was actually really nice and really chatty. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, and the reason why we're doing this during football season on a Sunday, Chris, the British man, Mitchell. Uh, hiya. You can uh, uh, find me on the Geek Fights blog occasionally. I haven't been posting so much recently because my, my good laptop went pop. So that's been stopping me. But the, the thing that uh, stands out at the moment, uh, Geek Red wise, is Chris Reed's which is a, a new series that I'm going to be doing on the uh, the Geek Fights feed, which is I, I'll read whatever you send in. Send in a short story. It can be anything you like. The first the first one on the feed that I did was The Dangers of Butterbeer, which came out, okay, I'm quite happy with that. But if you've got any suggestions to send in, send them in. I'll read them. They'll sound pretty bad, but we'll, they'll go on the feed anyway. Thank you very much, Chris. Let's jump back into the fights. Mike, this one is yours. It is Nosferatu versus a vampire bat. Uh, I will stick uh, with Nosferatu um, because even though the original movie, it it's not quite as scary. I've actually seen it in, in the theater with a live accompaniment too. Um, and because it's got from what, I don't remember what year it is, 1920s, a uh, silent movie. Uh, it's, it's not as scary because, you know, uh, scary movies have really come a long way since then, but it is incredibly creepy and visually brilliant. And, and that image of Nosferatu, um, count Orloff or Orlock, I think is iconic. Damn it. The bell's broken. Um, and I mean, it just, it's just that it's just an amazing looking movie and it really defined kind of the look of horror for a very long time. Uh, vote for Nosferatu. Chris? I'll, I'll go along with Mike's reasoning there. Um, the, the vampire bat is kind of one of the reasons why we've got this, this whole bracket together. But, uh, but Nosferatu is a, a classic image of, of what a vampire can be. And, and he's right. It's very, very creepy still, even today, even you know, watching it uh, earlier. It, it still holds definitely some, some sort of uh, heebie-jeebie value. So Nosferatu. Uh, vote for Nosferatu. I'm uh, still going to go with the vampire bat. Uh, the vampire bat is the only thing on this list that needs to drink blood to survive in real life. And there are thousands of them. So I'm going to go vampire bat. Josh? Uh, uh, Nosferatu is going to move on here, so I'm going to uh, save all my ammunition. Um, but when it comes down to it, Nosferatu is scary. And the vampire bat, I think, I think, and this is from a TV show, so I could be wrong, but I think they only drink the blood of other animals, um, if not just cows. So really, they're not a threat to human beings. So they're, they're not that scary. They're cool, but not scary. So Nosferatu. Uh, vote for Nosferatu. And Jill. Since Nosferatu already moved on, I'll give a little more love to the bat because he's cute. A vote for the vampire bat, but Nosferatu is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Uh, oh, shit. This is hard. Uh, Chris, this fight is yours. It is Count Von Count versus Eric Northman. Uh, like I've said earlier, not watched a lot of True Blood. Really love Muppets. Count Von Count. A vote for the Count. <clears throat> this is really, really, really hard really hard because i was going to imply that the count uh anybody that ever died on sesame street like uh the first guy that died i can't remember what his name was but he ran the the store uh 
The Count did that. The Count ate him. The Count eats all the people that have ever left Sesame Street, period. Jim Henson? Snuffleupagus is the one who eats everybody. No, Snuffleupagus is imaginary, or at least was imaginary, and he's not. That's what he does. He sucks them into uh, an alternate universe. (laughs) Disappointing. But, um, yeah, Eric Northman, the reason I like Eric Northman is because of his reluctance. He doesn't really want to make trouble for anybody. He doesn't want to be on the good guy side. He doesn't want to be on the bad guy side. He just wants to do his own fucking thing. Just leave me the fuck alone. Everything will be fine. I like that about Eric Northman. And he's creepy as shit because he was fucking his sister last season. That was weird. And not his biological sister, but his vampire biological sister. And it was still a weird thing. Uh, I've got to go with Eric Northman. Uh, Josh? I've only seen three seasons of True Blood, so thanks for the spoiler. Uh, when when I first saw Eric Northman, he had like the kind of mullet, and I thought this guy is a huge dork. And then the next time I saw him, he was downstairs in his dungeon slash basement, and he was banging a chick at like warp speed in a sex swing. And that's the moment that I knew that I liked Eric Northman. And I put him on the list, and I love the count because the Muppets are a huge part of my childhood. But you know what the hell? I'll go with Count Von Count. I know he's not going to move on, but he's a part of me. I can count because of the count. So. A vote for the count, Jill. I, I love the count. He was one of the most awesome characters on Sesame Street, but I'm going to vote for Eric Northman as well. It's not just for everything, Damon, that you said, uh, but in the books, he's an awesome character too. He's much colder and cooler. So at least in the early books, I don't know about the later ones. So he gets my vote. Eric gets my vote. A vote for Eric Northman. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz. Which one takes the win? You know, I was actually all set to vote for the count because I thought for sure Eric Northman would would move ahead, and because the guy who did the count uh, died recently, and I absolutely love that um, YouTube video where they where they bleep him, and uh, you think he's saying fuck instead of count. Um, but uh, I'm going to vote for Eric Northman. Uh, you know, I think it, it's kind of interesting. In the next round, we've got Nosferatu, which is really uh, kind of the epitome of a classic old school vampire uh, against Eric Northman, which is a very, very great symbol of, of a very modern vampire. Um, and I think uh, Northman is a good example of the modern vampire that does pop up on here in several other places. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'll vote for Eric Northman. And Eric Northman is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Uh, it is Drusilla versus Jerry Dandridge. Uh, fuck 1985 Fright Night. I'm voting for Drusilla. Uh, Josh, I still have no idea who Drusilla is. Uh, Jerry Dandridge is such a dismissive asshole in the movie. Uh, he just acts like some preppy rich kid who's got his collar popped. Um, but instead of being rich, he just kills people. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite vampire movies, and it's, it's a huge favorite among uh, my family. Uh, we love watching it, and we love saying to each other that dinner is in the oven. Jerry Dandridge. Uh, vote for Jerry. Jill. I prefer watching Batshit Crazy over Goofy, so I'll vote for Drusilla. Uh, vote for Drusilla. Mike. Uh, I will vote for Jerry Dandridge. Uh, I thought it was a very entertaining character. Uh, 
it would have been very easy for that character to go too much into the comedy, but when they really started getting it funny, uh, he did a great job of kind of reining it back in and being just a little scary and a little intimidating. Uh, and, uh, and also still very kind of charming. That's one of the things that, uh, we, we don't really talk about is we haven't talked about it as much throughout uh, this episode, but I'm sure a lot of it will come up is Jerry was kind of a charming character. Um, especially in this, Hey, he really knows how to appeal to, you know, your single mom. And he's the, that kind of sleazy guy that does that. And, uh, and Fright Night was, uh, was a great movie. It's one of my favorite, uh, horror movies. It was unexpected. I had no idea what it was going to be other than a horror movie. I just sort of randomly went to the movie theater, uh, on, on a day off. And, uh, I could get into, I worked in a movie theater at the time, so I could see, uh, movies at other theaters for free. So I would just pick on a Saturday or Sunday, pick something that's playing at one o'clock and go see it. And I was completely and totally, uh, surprised uh, at how much I like this movie. So I will vote for Jerry, although I do like Drusilla. Um, but I guess I'm a little, God, I can't believe I'm saying I'm the one who's a little bit less interested in the batshit crazy. Maybe it's cause she's not really batshit crazy. Batshit crazy is wild crazy. She's that sort of, you know, fake waifish crazy. Dangerous crazy. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one takes the win? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Drusilla. I'm not gonna dismiss Jerry completely because it like here's a, a very good modern interpretation of a vampire, but um but the Drusilla character it, it, it freaks me out. She really does. Uh she's capable of, of anything at any point. Um so Drusilla. And Drusilla is moving on to the next round. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Josh, this one is yours. It is Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Claudia. You know, I, I feel stupid now because I used all my good arguments for Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I don't have any more except for that Claudia is a boring character. Um, and I, I didn't like the movie. I didn't like... The only person who's really had a salvageable performance was was Brad Pitt. Bram Stoker's Dracula is just it's it's scary, uh, and I just like the element of having cowboys who are coming to kill Dracula who had no idea what the hell they were getting into. Um, so my vote is for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula, Jill. I'm gonna I am gonna vote for Claudia just because Dracula is kind of a such an iconic character. I'd like to see a little bit of a more different kind of vampires move through the rest of the list. Um, I don't like the movie version of her all. I'm not a fan of Kirsten Dunst. I don't think she can act very well, but uh, the, the character in the book is, is like, I think Chris said earlier, she's just creepy because of how young she is. And she is, she's got this fascination with dolls early on. And then later she's just like, ripping all their heads off and but in rice writes her as like this little kid except for like this look in her eye because she's really like a hundred years old at that point and she's pissed off that she can't do she can't act like a grown-up because everybody perceives her as a kid so i think that kind of makes her a more more interesting character so i vote for claudia a vote for claudia mike uh i am gonna vote for bram stoker's dracula Uh, i did not read the book um, interview with a vampire. I did see the movie. I thought she did a fine job. Uh, but ultimately beyond just being evil, which most vampires are the, the one note that the character really does have is this, uh, child or this older vampire trapped in a child's body, which is, is a neat idea and has been done, you know, in a variety of other, uh, other 
things, even I think some of the other ones, not, not near dark, even other ones on this list have dealt with that. Um, but you know, Dracula is iconic. See, I had my phone on mute before. That's why it didn't ding when Jill said it. Um, and, and it's really kind of fascinating in the original book. I mean, I talked about the movie before, but this time the book is entirely composed of, of letters and journals and things like that. So kind of from a narrative point of view, you don't actually really encounter Dracula except through how other people see him. And, and it's interesting how he, as a character, because it's filtered through the perspectives, really kind of morphs as a, is almost a strange kind of phantom in, in the book that, that has his name because he's really a lot of different not a lot, but he's he's basically just how other people see him rather than being kind of a, a solid character where you get his point of view. Um, and still, despite that, he has become one of the great characters of of, of all fiction, really. I mean, it's uh, there, there have been so many interpretations and, uh, and so many great Draculas that have stemmed from this original source Dracula. So I will vote for Dracula. I'll vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with Dracula as well. Um, um, we've we've touched on on a few uh, points already. Uh, it's it's the ethereal air that that he gets in both the book and say five out of ten of the movies that have been made about him. It, it's he's missed. You, you can't catch him. You, no one really sees him. Um, he, he's always there, but never there. It's it's that sort of air of mystery that that really like about him. So Dracula. Another vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula. And I'm going to call out Jill for voting for Claudia, not just because she likes Claudia, but because she looked ahead and said, there's no way in hell Bram Stoker is beating, is losing, uh, Drusilla is beating Bram Stoker. That's what she was doing. You're I, right. saw, I saw the strategy there. You, you were pretty good at that. You were pretty good at that. I'm still going to vote for Claudia because, you know, fuck it. Why not? Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula is moving on and we're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Eli versus David. I'm going to stick with the 80s awesomeness and keep in uh, vote for David because he ruled. Mike. Uh, like I said, I did not see Eli. Um, and uh, while I, I certainly did not want David to beat Cassidy, uh, he was a great character. Um, and I, I really did enjoy that movie a great deal. And and he he was very he was still a little bit different in terms of his look and his vibe. I mean he was uh, he was not kind of a, a a very typical vampire, and he did kind of embody a very eighties feel. So I will vote for David. Another vote for David, Chris. Um, I I'd like to keep uh, to vote for for Eli to to keep the <clears throat> scary child vampire in the mix, but. David is an example of what happens when Joel Schumacher makes a vampire. So let's keep David in there. Another vote for David. Uh, Eli is a version of something fucked up. It's a horrible movie. Like, and it could go and the vampire could, Eli could go and kill things if it wanted to, but it sends out an old man that poses as his father. Uh, so depressing because God damn it. It's a fucking Corey and Corey movie that's mo making its way through here. I'm still going to go with Eli. Fuck you, Corey's. Um, Josh? What's it at right now? Is it tied up? or? I would say it was tied up if it was tied up. It is not. It is not. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, uh, 
in one sense, I'm going to turn around and say I don't like Kirsten Dunst as a child vampire and then turn around and let it vote for another child vampire. Uh, but the more and more I think about it, uh, The Lost Boys is a horrible ladies movie. And I think there are probably some other horrible movies. Well, no, you know, I think we've gotten rid of most of the horrible movies, to be honest with you. Um, but either, you know, either way, Eli's moving on. Uh, so I'll go with David from The Lost Boys. Because it's 80s crappiness. Eli is not moving on. I was the only one to vote for Eli. Oh, Everybody voted for David. Oh, well, it doesn't matter then. I'm still going to vote for David because it's 80s crappiness. Fuck you, David. Fuck you. Fuck you. But David is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Master versus John Blaylock, also known as Who's Going to Lose to David? Um, I will still vote for David Bowie uh, because he's at least a We'll get some 80s versus 80s in the next round. Uh, but the master, again, very generic. Uh, he stole his look from Nosferatu. Uh, he, it was only a half-season villain, so they really couldn't build towards anything. They were getting their... I think they were focusing more on building the the core characters than really the villain. Uh, so he's really just not much of a character, even though uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was he's a great, uh, great actor. And uh, he's up against David Bowie. A vote for John Blaylock. Chris? I, I, I'm going to edge towards the master. Um, pretty much because it is going to be who's going to lose to David in the next round. Um, I already put my vote in for, uh, for Bowie once, and I don't think I can do it again. So, the master. A vote for the master. Since you're voting for 80s vampires, like 80s vampires, I'm voting 80s vampire. I've never seen The Hunger. Uh, I have seen the master and Buffy. Yeah. Matter of fact, that, that was the reason why I didn't watch Buffy until many years later. And then not many years, it was still on the air, but I watched that first season. And I was like, this is not, I don't really care. It wasn't that good. Not saying that it didn't become good, but like most first seasons, they were finding their footing and I ne- just didn't really care about the master. I never have probably never will. Uh, but fuck it for eighties. Cool. Plus, John Blaylock has has the possibility of being able to edge out David in 80s cool. So I'm I'm gonna go with John Blaylock. Uh Josh. I can't believe Chris is gonna vote against David Bowie. I would I would vote for somebody who talks like me every time. But then again, I'm from New England, so I don't hear a lot of people who actually talk like me. Uh I don't know anything about Buffy. The master actually sounds like a pretty cool, scary guy. John Blaylock does not strike fear into my heart, at least hearing the name John Blaylock. It's not a very good vampire name. But just so we can see David Bowie going against David, played by Kiefer Sutherland, two guys with bleach blonde hair from the 80s and crappy 80s movies, I'm going to go with John Blaylock. Uh, Another vote for John Blaylock and Jill. Well, now I feel I feel better because I was thinking, man, I can't vote against a Buffy character because I said I wasn't going to do that, even though the master I've said before is my least favorite. And I agree. Season one of Buffy is not very good. It doesn't get really good until season two. So I'm going to be able to vote for David Bowie. Yay. A vote for Bowie as John Blaylock. We're on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is the Christopher Lee Dracula versus Count Duckula. I would love to put Count Duckula through because he is a vegetarian vampire duck. But when you're, when you're looking for 
the the image of a vampire you know you immediately think of dracula and when you think of dracula you think of christopher lee as dracula that's the first thing that pops into my head so christopher lee dracula a vote for christopher lee's dracula uh yeah bella lugosi is the first thing that pops into my head i'm voting for count Dracula. fuck you dracula <laughs> fuck you and your fucking ass you took down edward cullen one of the greatest vampires of all time voting count Dracula. <laughs> josh yeah i agree with you damon when i think of uh um dracula i think of chris uh not christopher lee. i think of bella lugosi not christopher lee um i haven't I've seen pictures. I haven't really seen any of the, any of Christopher Lee's Dracula. Uh, I think we kind of get hung up on the actor who plays him because Christopher Lee is such a cool actor and he's such a cool guy. So he had to have been cool when he played Dracula, but I don't know. I, I don't know if they can be that good. I don't know if they can be better than count Ducula. Wait, are we doing count? Du- no, we're doing. Yeah, it is count Ducula. It is count Ducula. Yeah. He, he can't be cooler than count Ducula. Uh, He's he's a happy vampire. I mean, literally, he's a happy vampire. Count Ducula. A uh, vote for Count Ducula, Jill. I second everything Josh says. Count Ducula is awesome, so he gets my vote. Another vote for Count Ducula and Mike. Uh, can I just quit this episode now? Uh, if Bella Lugosi was uh, the iconic Dra- Dracula, why is he not on this list? Um, I, I as as much as I really enjoy. Uh, Gary Oldman is Dracula. Um, as far as Dracula, that, that Dracula is a romantic lead. He's not a scary monster. Um, he's tortured. He's, he's almost, he's really, he's the protagonist, I think, in that movie. The other guys may be human. Dracula is just kind of doing what he needs to do to survive and to keep, to follow his heart and follow his love. The be- absolute best screen Dracula as a villain was Christopher Lee. Uh, even though Lugosi kind of set the look and set the style, um, a lot of that is because he was first, but not because he was best. Um, even though I love Lugosi, and I, I, I'm sad that we really haven't been able to talk about him on this list. We've got lots of people who are Lugosi imitators or Lugosi types, but not Lugosi himself. But Christopher Lee and the Hammer Horrors were really the first great scary Dracula movies uh, for me. Um, for a lot of people too, uh, it's, it's, he had all, he was regal. Uh, Christopher Lee is, is kind of a big dude. Um, so he was physically imposing. I don't think anybody actually was frightened by, uh, by Lagos. He was kind of strange looking little man. Um, so yeah, it's Christopher Lee and that's not including the geek cred of being in, uh, Star Wars, being in Lord of the Rings, being a Bond villain. Uh, you know, Christopher Lee alone uh, has has enough geek cred to cruise through anything, but uh, apparently not here. A uh, vote for Christopher Lee's Dracula, and there was Bela Lugosi Dracula because somebody put just Dracula on the list, and that's what most people mean when they mean Dracula. But Count Dracula is moving on through into the next round, and we are off to our next fight. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, it's me. It's uh, Spike versus Blackula. Gonna go Blackula. Um, Josh? I guess once you go Blackula, you never go back. Um, I, I put Blackula on the list just to be funny. Um, but I think I've kind of voted for spite uh, 
enough today, so I'm actually going to vote for Spike instead of Spike. So Spike. I'll vote for Spike. Uh, see, I, 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 I hoped you would have finished the once you go Bacula, you don't go Bacula. See? see? Oh, Scott Bacula. Yeah, yeah that, you could have tied it into uh, Quantum Leap and Star Trek. Uh, Jill? Of course I'm going to vote for Spike because he's awesome. If for no other reason you want to keep your 80s cheese in there, then you can you could see uh, Billy Idol version in Spike in some of the Buffy episodes. And that's way more awesome than the other 80s guys we have on here. Uh, Mike? Uh, I will vote for Blackula because while we have lots of 80s cheese on here, we don't have any 70s badass blackploitation other than Blackula. I'll vote for Blackula. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one takes the win? Remember, you vote the wrong way, you're automatically a racist. Which way do I have to vote to not be a racist? Ah, here we go. I'm going to vote for Spike because he is British. All right. Yay! Now, now I'm a patriot, not racist. Oh, no, that, that, that can be... Yeah, the clan says that, too. <laughs> ah, I, I, I removed my last comment. <laughs> they say that a lot, actually. Uh, but Spike is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Josh, this is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. It is Nosferatu versus Eric Northman. Uh, this is, to me, the, this is the first big one. Um, Eric Northman, he's a, he's kind of, he's a very modern vampire in the sense that, you know, he kind of, like somebody said before, he's not out to start trouble, but uh, he really has no qualms about getting into trouble. Um, the thing I like about Eric is that this guy was turned into a vampire like I don't know five hundred thousand years ago, and the the guy who did it um, I can't remember his name, but he killed his his father and his mother and his family, and so for like five hundred years he's been plotting vengeance against this guy, and he finally finds him, and he does everything within his power to get close to him. He he like he has sex with him and he acts very friendly with him. He really befriends him. And then he turns around and kills his boyfriend of like, you know, a hundred years, which is like the most devious and horrible thing he could do. And I just love that, that, that overgrown sense of vengeance that he had. Um, but he's still such a, a mellow guy. However, Nosferatu, he is, he's scary as hell. And he's, Go ahead and ring the bell, Mike. He's iconic. And he's so iconic that he's going My to allow me to drag. Oh, okay. He is so iconic that he is going to allow me to drag Star Wars and Star Trek into this geek fight. Um, both Star Wars and Star Trek have created characters who resemble Nosferatu. Um, the Remans uh, resemble Nosferatu almost to a T. And then in that last Star Wars movie, I don't even know what those guys are called, but those tall guys at the end that are bald and white, they've got teeth and they look like Nosferatu. And I don't know if people put that in uh, as, as an homage or if it's just so much into our culture that and Nosferatu is a scary, scary guy. Um, and I look at it as, you know, if, if, if I'm being chased by a vampire, who's going to be more scary? And frankly, I'm just going to be more scared of Nosferatu. He's horribly disfigured. He's hideous. So as much as it pains me to Nosferatu. 
a vote for Nosferatu. Jill? Those were good arguments for both characters. Nosferatu is definitely your iconic character. He's definitely the scary vampire. But if I want a vampire chasing me, I want it to be Eric because then he may just take me to bed with him rather than kill me. That would be scary for me, though. So <laughs> It would not be for me. I would like that. <laughs> a vote? I don't know. I don't want Nosferatu to try and bang me either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want that. I would, I would rather Eric did. A vote for Eric Northman. Mr. Ortiz. This is this is really tough. This is kind of uh this is one of those big high concept battles. The uh the sort of archetypal vampire as monster versus the uh the sort of vampire the modern vampire as person. And that's what I love about Eric Northman. Out of all the people on that show, even though he hates humans, uh in many ways he is the most human because he really does kind of he cares. He cares about himself. He doesn't really have the kind of allegiances that uh, that you see elsewhere. He's he's like kind of one of those. If I was a vampire, I would probably be most like that. Um, he doesn't necessarily like the humans, but he certainly is not. Um, but he displays a lot of the same qualities that they do. Uh, and, and I really like the idea. And and we've seen only a few, and most of them kind of gone out on this bracket of the vampire as someone that sort of you could connect with and you can identify with. Um, and, and his, his kind of vengeance, uh, is something very, very real and very understandable and, and again, very human, I think. Um, whereas Nosferatu, his motivations are are completely different. He's an animal. He is a vampire because he is a creature. He's a monster. Um, and I was actually going to go Eric, um, until, uh, well, when you mentioned that Star Wars and Star Trek have both done, uh, Nosferatu type things. Uh, then I remembered that there was an episode of the old Buck Rogers TV show where there was a space vampire that looked just like this. Um, the master, like we've already mentioned, looked just like this. Uh, Eric Northman's a cool character, um, but he's basically just a, a pale, tall, blonde guy, and there's a whole lot of those that aren't vampires. Whereas if something looks like Nosferatu, you think it's a vampire. It is. It is that iconic. Um, it is, and, and, you know, vampires didn't necessarily look like that prior to this character. A lot of that is just the actor, Max Shrek, uh, being just a bizarre looking, uh, guy with some, some really kind of creepy makeup. Um, it visually, it just screams vampire. So, uh, I will go for Nosferatu. A uh, vote for Nosferatu. Chris. I've, I've really enjoyed hearing people's arguments for, for Eric. It, he sounds like a, a very, very interesting character. And I might actually watch, start trying to watch True Blood, if at all possible. It is worth it. Yeah, I, I, it does sound like, uh, like there's some very good characters in there, so I'll, I'll give it a go. But my vote's going to go for, for Nosferatu. Um, like everyone said, a very iconic, and you can, you can reel off a big list of... Thank you. You can reel off a big list of, of things that have been influenced by it. And it's only only when Josh mentioned it that I realized, you know, that the, the Remans were are Nosferatu. They're just a little bit taller and, and pretty much exactly the same build. Um, so I'm going to go with Nosferatu. Another vote for Nosferatu. Uh, I am not voting for Nosferatu. I don't give two shits about Nosferatu. I don't care that... Uh, they kind of look like vampires are supposed to look. I don't, I don't give two shits about that. Uh, Eric Northman is a fucking vampire. He's the vampire. I want to be in my neighborhood being the sheriff. God damn it. Uh, Cause odds are against him eating me <laughs> plain and simple. 
Eric, no, and not because he, you know, he wouldn't want to eat me. He just wouldn't like, you know, eh, I'm not gonna waste my time eating that. I, I, I like my body better than that. Uh, and because I wanted the actor to play Thor, the the first time he flew, I think that's in season two. It was well before the movie Thor came out, and I was like, holy shit, that guy should totally play Thor. He even had the long hair for a little while. I, I still believe that he probably would have made a better Thor. Uh, so I'm going to vote for Eric Northman. Uh, fuck Nosferatu. Fuck everybody that voted for Nosferatu. Uh, but Nosferatu is into the final four. We're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. Uh, it is Drusilla versus Bram Stoker's Dracula. Why are you voting for Drusilla? And I mean that <laughs> literally. Why? <laughs> You're assuming that I am? Yes, um, I was. Yeah, I am going to vote for it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll probably be the only one who does because I understand the iconicness of Dracula is probably even more so than, you know, even more the iconic vampire than Nosferatu is. But I'm going to vote for Drusilla because she's just an awesome example of how crazy the vampire can be in a more modern culture. Uh, vote for Drusilla. Mike? Uh, I, I I have nothing against Drusilla. She was uh, she was a good character. She was a lot of fun. Um, she even popped up again in Angel, um, but I don't seriously. I don't think we're going to be talking about Drusilla from Buffy the Vampire Slayer in a hundred years. Uh, she was a good villain, but she was ultimately uh, kind of a minor villain. And the fact that that Spike. Uh, who who was on at the same time as her really just sort of went on to become part of the the story and part of the cast where she just falls to the wayside. Um, she just kind of got overshadowed. Uh, Dracula, I'm not going to use the I word, but uh, there's a reason why they're still doing variations on that story to this day. You know, we talked about Christopher Lee. We talked about Bella Lugosi. Those are all Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, it's not just the character, but that story that he told um, has been retold time and time and time again, and will continue to be retold time and time and time again uh, on forever. And and if we vote for Dracula here, we've got Dracula versus Nosferatu in the next round, which really is kind of the same character, sort of, uh, strangely, um, but really kind of two different takes on it. So uh, I'll stick with Dracula. Uh, vote for Dracula. Notice I stopped saying Bram Stoker for this one. Uh, Chris? I, I really do love Drusilla as a character. She's um, a very good example of, of uh, a vampire kind of gone wrong. She's absolutely tortured by the, the visions and the sight that she has. She can flip from one second to another, to, from, being, from being overjoyed to being uh, absolutely distraught. But she is up against Bram Stoker's version of Dracula, which, which is uh, an absolute wondrous character that's led to so much being following on or every character that's on here pretty much has, has followed on from from this single idea of of a man who is hard to kill and hard to find and like i've said before he's like mist you can't catch him he's not really there bram stoker's dracula uh vote for dracula uh how do you kill a vampire anybody chop his head off Stake through the heart. Uh, any way you want. They're all figments of your fucking imagination. Uh, I'm still voting for Bram Stoker's Dracula. I love that thing. Uh, Josh? 
Yeah, I can't wait to hear the arguments here for Bram Stoker's versus Nosferatu. Um, besides, Drill, Drusilla sounds like an old lady name, and she's played by a, a hot younger chick. It just it messes with my mind. It's like a paradox. So, Dracula. A vote for Dracula. And Dracula is moving on through. Yeah, that's like uh, people who name their babies Esther. It's like, uh, why would you do that? That's an old lady well, name. Well, she's from uh, like a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm just saying. She just needs to adapt. She, she is an old lady, technically. Well, I'm just talking about people that name their kids Esther and other names that are old lady names. Like, uh, I'm naming uh, her after my grandmother. That's a grandmother's name. That's just like stripper names. Old lady names and stripper names are always weird to me. Uh, but we're on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is the battle of the 80s. In slightly 70s. It is David versus John Blaylock. Uh, this this is a tough one. Um, certainly Lost Boys was a, a bigger movie. Um, the Hunger, uh, I, I, I do like a lot. Uh, it, I think it is kind of uh, underrated. Um, it's a strange movie and it's a subtle movie. Um, not as iconic as Lost Boys. Um, I am going to vote for okay i'm gonna i'm going to be a dick here i'm going to be evil i'm going to be evil mike for a moment uh i am going to vote for the hunger because it is a stylish uh visual movie from a a director and having known for having a very big visual style uh tony scott who uh recently committed suicide uh whereas Lost Boys uh, was done by a stylish director named Joel Schumacher, who probably should have. So I will vote for The Hunger. Awesome. <laughs> Chris? I, I, I'm thrown now. I don't know what to do. I, I was, I was going to vote for, uh, for David. Uh, basically, you've got a, if you've got a choice, you've got to vote for the crappy vampire movie from the 80s that you've seen ahead of the crappy vampire movie from the 80s that you haven't seen. I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with David. A vote for David from the Lost Boys. I, too, will be voting for David. Bowie. <laughs> voting for John Blaylock. Uh, Josh. It's all tied up, right? No, not yet. Oh, Jill hasn't gone. Okay. Uh, I know Mike likes this movie a lot. Um, and stylish wise like actually like seeing it the cinematography to me it looks crappy i'm born in 1979 so i understand that the 80s were the 80s but i think one thing that that movie did do that kind of goes under the radar is that uh it's a, it's kind of like supposed to be a sexy movie but it never really shows like fangs or blood it doesn't show a lot of gore um it's a lot of psychological stuff Whereas uh, The Lost Boys has no psychological substance to it at all. It has actually no substance to it at all. Um, it just says Kiefer Sutherland, and he's batshit crazy in the movies, and he's batshit crazy in real life. So I'm going to go with John Blaylock. And The Hunger. Jill? Wow. That, that you kind of made it easy for me because I wasn't really sure which way I was going to vote because I love Kiefer Sutherland and David Bowie. So now that it's not up to me, I can vote for David. Bowie? No, the <laughs> Dust Boys character. I know, I was joking. <laughs> uh, John Blaylock is into the final four. Shouldn't be there at all. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, fuck it. Chris, this fight is yours. It's for the last spot in the final four. And you better not switch from Dracula. It is Count Dracula versus Spike. I voted for Dracula in the last round and he somehow Dracula managed to get through. I don't know how that happened. Uh, uh, vampire, vegetarian, duck versus Spike, who is a, a very... He's, he's going to be a long-lasting television character, I think. I think people will be talking about Spike for, for many years to come. Um, like I said, I was very surprised that anyone on the panel had heard of Duckula. I put him on the, the list as, as just the arbitrary, uh, there's a British cartoon character to stick on there. But the fact that he's got this far, I, I think he, that Duckula does need an opportunity to, to go up against some, uh, some bigger fish. Maybe make it to the final. We'll have to wait and see. So I'm going to vote for Duckula. I'll vote for Duckula. I too am voting for Duckula, goddammit. And more for the reason, and for a very odd reason. If you look, if you've been filling out the brackets, uh, it's Duckula versus Spike. Um, if Spike wins this fight, Spike mm, probably into the finals. So this is this is for a spot in the finals for Spike. Uh, if we put Duckula up against John Blaylock, it could go either way for a spot in the finals. Either way, the other fight is going to define the champion, where Spike might actually win. And uh, I'm just being a dick. I don't want Spike to win another geek fight. That would mean two geek fights. Kids in the Hall can't win one geek fight. Spike can win two. Fuck that. I'm going Count, Duc- uh, Count Duckula. Uh, Josh. You really have to admire the the creativeness of somebody who sat down and said, who would be funny to portray a vampire? And somebody thought that, well, what rhymes with Dracula? Duckula, that rhymes. And for as stupid as it may sound, it works. Like, I can't imagine a funnier animal being a vampire than a duck. Because ducks don't even have teeth, number one. Uh, they're, I don't, they're not meat eaters. Uh, they're pretty much harmless animals and uh you know in in trying to be funny i think it's just it's very ironic and it's i think it's i think it's timeless it's funny like it just doesn't get any funnier than that count duckula uh vote for duckula jill (laughs) there's a reason why spike would be is it should be on the list and why make it through and who cares if he wins two geek fights he totally deserves it because he's one of these characters that is of all the characters in the Buffy universe he's probably one of the most well-rounded he has some of the best story arcs of of a lot of them and he is one of those characters that out of all of them in the show that could survive the show for many 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 years to come because he is that memorable and he is that awesome of a character so I think he deserves to go on I'll vote for Spike Mike uh, I will also vote for Spike. Uh, as I've mentioned before, he is, he's actually the last character on here who is ultimately heroic. Um, and it's interesting that he starts being a hero uh, because he is forced into not being a villain uh, through technology. Uh, then eventually, because really because of, of love, uh, you know, goes through the ritual, gets his soul back. And, and really becomes a, a heroic character, a character that was supposed to die in his initial uh, appearance. Instead, he was what, put in a wheelchair, I think. Uh, wasn't that how, yes. how it worked? Um, yep. But he proved so popular because he was such a, a, such an interesting villain at first and such a great 
uh, a great look, but also just a great kind of evil villain. And then they managed to actually turn him into a heroic character. A lot of this is because you find out his backstory he, and he is kind of a tragic character. Uh, he was a very, very sort of simple, weak-willed human who, when he becomes a vampire, is now transformed into this awesome, cool, sexy creature. Uh, ultimately, he is a character I think we can relate to. In terms of Buffy, he's often one of the ones pointing out kind of the bizarre ridiculousness of the world that they live in. Again, kind of being the voice of of the, the audience in a lot of ways. Um, he's also a very funny character. Uh, Duckula. Okay, I get it. Uh, I, I don't think it takes that much imagination to to turn uh, Dracula into Duckula. I mean, people have been doing animal versions of other characters as long as there have been funny animals. Um yeah, I mean, maybe it's cool that he's British, uh, but a lot of Brits haven't been doing too particularly well on this list. Uh, Spike is a real character, a real vampire. Uh, if if you're a vegetarian, I don't really think you can call yourself a vampire. So I'll vote for, for Spike, and uh, I guess at this point we've lost most of our Buffy fans, uh, but oh well. I'll vote for Spike. Fuck you two. I'm changing my vote. My my spite vote gets changed back to Spike. Um Yay, thank you, Damon. Because Spike uh, Spike is the last representation of a modern vampire on the list. Plain and simple. Uh Duckula does not represent a modern vampire. John Blaylock doesn't represent a modern vampire because he's an eighties vampire. Uh Spike is as close as we get to it. So uh, Spike is into the final four. We've got Nosferatu versus Dracula, John Blaylock versus Spike. Uh, oh, it's me. Nosferatu versus Dracula. Um, fuck Nosferatu. Said it last round. Say it again. I am voting for Dracula. Uh, Josh. Uh, this is tough because they both they both have a certain style that is, is scary and creepy. Uh, but I think when Bram Stoker really creates a predator, if you will. Uh, the vampire isn't just this, the scary, ugly guy. The vampire could be the good looking guy in the club or, you know, uh, some fog or mist. I mean, the vampire can be anything to seduce you. Um, and that, that really, that's like, that's the devil. The devil will take whatever form he needs to seduce you. And in the end, that's scary because, that kind of evil is hard to resist and pretty hard to kill. And even though Nosferatu is a scary, scary guy, uh, Dracula just has so many, so many ways to get to you, to get to other people. And, you know, that's why he's lived so long and thrived is because he can do that. So I'm going to go with Dracula. Oh, vote for Dracula. Jill. That was a very good argument. If I wasn't going to already vote for Dracula, Josh, your argument would have totally swayed me. But Thank you. Uh, so I'm voting for Dracula. Look, I've contributed something to this podcast. <laughs> you were, from beginning to end, you did uh, a vote for Dracula. Mike? Uh, I am going to invoke geek precedent here and say that this fight uh, already happened. Um, when Nosferatu was originally released, uh, Bram Stoker's estate sued uh, copyright infringement. Uh, because even though they did not name the character Dracula, they changed the name. They did pretty much lift the entire story. Um, and I believe, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe uh, the courts upheld the Stoker case. 
And, uh, and that's one of the reasons why many of the Prince of Nosferatu were destroyed. Uh, so for a long, a long time, no one had seen it. And periodically we still keep getting like new prints and new restored this or that. Uh, so because this fight has already been decided, uh, and, and actually as a point of law has been decided, uh, I will vote for Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. It doesn't matter. I'll vote for Dracula. Chris, is it a clean sweep for the man, the myth, the legend, Dracula? I, I just follow on from something Josh said. It, it, if you if you see Nosferatu walking towards you, you go, oh shit, that's quite a scary looking dude. I'm going to run the other way. If you see Bram Stoker's Dracula walking towards you, it would more than likely look like Gary Oldman. And I'd probably go, it's Gary Oldman. I'm going to go shake his hand, which makes Bram Stoker's Dracula a far more terrifying prospect. So it's a clean sweep. Dracula into the finals. On to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is John Blaylock versus Spike. Two uh, bleach blonde vampires. Um, I, I see Spike and I think, hey, that looks like David Bowie. But when I see David Bowie, I don't think he looks like anybody but David Bowie. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of I know who's going to win. And so I guess I want to try to come up with the best argument. Um, I like Mike's argument for Spike. Um, I think that modern vampire has that feel of, you know, somebody who kind of was living their life and they didn't want to be turned. And you, with the modern vampire, you get the sense that just because you become a vampire doesn't mean you become an animal and a monster and you're just out to kill anyone you can find and drink anyone else's blood. I mean, you're yourself. And you go on living your life. You just kind of have to, you know, do certain things. You can't go out during the day. Um, and I think, you know, Spike embodies that more than than David Bowie uh, as John Blaylock. Um, and I think probably the character got to be developed quite a bit because he's in a TV show. Um, so I'm going to go with the depth uh, of the modern vampire and I'm going to go with Spike. Uh, vote for Spike. Jill. Do you even need to ask me? Nope, Mike. Nope. <laughs> uh, I will. I will vote for Spike, uh, even though I'm, I'm surprised that the Blaylock went uh, as, as far as he did. Uh, as much as I love uh, David Bowie, you know, at some point it, it does have to be at least a little bit less about how cool the actor is, even though James Marsters is also quite cool. Um, it it does it does have to be about the character, and and Blaylock is is arguably not even the main character of the movie. I think uh, the Catherine Deneuve character. Uh, the the main is really the main character. Um, Blaylock's an interesting vampire, um, a very very specific to this movie, and and Bowie fits the style of the movie very well. But Spike is just kind of a more interesting character, and I think you're right. I think it is because you know it's a TV show. He had hours and hours and hours to really grow into something more interesting, and the fact that he did grow from being what was basically a fairly cliche vampire, and even the look. Uh, you know, a, a punk vampire was not particularly uh, original even at that point, um, but that he grows into a character that that really has sustained to today. And he's still he's still being published in in, in comic books. I think he has his own comic book. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's when, when I said uh, Drusilla versus Dracula, we're not going to be talking about Drusilla in a in hundred years or however long it's been since Dracula. I do think there's a chance we could talk about Spike. And if we talk about Drusilla, we talk about her in relation to Spike, because I think he is uh, a very interesting character and certainly the best vampire to come out of, of Buffy 
which is one of the strongest of the modern uh, vampire mythos. Uh, vote for Spike. Chris? Uh, I'm going along with the reasoning so far. Uh, Spike is such a many-layered character. As, as, as you progress through the series, it, he gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, I, I think he's definitely worthy of going through to the final. Spike? Uh, vote for Spike, and I will say Bowie versus Billy. Uh, you gotta go Bowie, right? Not Billy Idol. Fuck that. Fuck that in its butthole. Yeah, fuck it. Clean sweep for Spike. We're at our final fight. It is Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Spike. Jill, which one are you voting for? <laughs> of course, I'm going to vote for Spike. I, it's hard to beat the iconic Dracula because if not for Dracula, we wouldn't have a character like Spike. And I understand that. And I understand that almost all the vampire stuff that we see stems from Dracula. But I think one of the reasons why we should vote for a more modern incarnation is because we can see, you know, like this one character that was developed from one book hundred years ago, how he's evolved and changed over time into so many different factions. And one of them is this character, Spike, who, you know, he's, he's cool. He's sexy. He's tormented. Um, he loves to fight and he will do it you know, no matter what, but more especially if it's to defend or impress someone that he is, you know, in love with, he, he loves very deeply and in a way remains tragically human. Um, you know, and he, he tries so hard to be a monster early on because of that, to cover that up. But then later on in the Buffy season, he becomes, you know, kind of the hero, like we said earlier. So he has this really whole transformation, not just in the series of Buffy, but in his backstory up till, you know, the, the comic books that are still going on, like Mike said. So he's just such a well-rounded and awesome character that I think he deserves to win. I'll vote for Spike. Mike? Uh, this, is a, this is an interesting fight, uh, certainly in, in a very, very old classic archetypal vampire versus a modern vampire. Um, and as much as I do love Spike, uh, you know, for, for me, voting against Dracula at this point is just sort of voting against that big gun, voting against that juggernaut. Uh, if you ask, you know, people who is the best vampire, Dracula is the one that's going to, the people are going to mention most often. When we first came up with this, it's almost like a foregone conclusion that unless people are deliberately voting against Dracula, or if we split the Draculas into too many Draculas and they start fighting against each other, uh, the Dracula is going to take this. It's one of those things where, uh, you knew that unless people are deliberately trying to go in a different direction, that that he makes it to to at least the finals, and that's because he is the definitive vampire. Um, Spike, we we've kind of mentioned this before. Spike is is a great character. Uh, I really do enjoy him and enjoy the show. But he is he's a small character. He is James Marsters. Every time you see him, he looks like James Marsters. Uh, like when we talked about Star Trek. And we talked about uh, Superman and a lot of those other great characters. They've become something so much more. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula is the character of the book. The book uh, is a classic book, uh, but it has been interpreted and reinterpreted so many ways for a very good reason. Um, and the other characters from that book have it. You don't see lots of Jonathan Harkness. You see one uh, other kind of Van Helsing. Um, 
there are lots of characters in that book, but the one that has survived and gone into so many different things, including comics, including Buffy comics, including taking on Spike, uh, there is actually a Spike versus Dracula comic um, because you cannot talk about vampires ultimately without talking about Dracula. So I think that means he's the best vampire. A vote for Dracula. Chris. It's, this is this is really hard because I I can I can think of of Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, as the the things I've described before he's ethereal mist and stuff like that, but Spike's story itself from the when he first appears on Buffy to the end is is just tragedy on tragedy on tragedy and like I say he builds in layers. His his mum was dying, so he turned her into a vampire, and the first thing that she tried to did was do was fuck him. You know you've got incidents like that going on all the way through. I would love to vote for Spike, but if you're if you're gonna pick the best vampire, it has to be the original and it has to be the best, and that's Bram Stoker's Dracula. A uh, vote for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hmm. Let's see. Can I make up a good argument for Spike? Actually, I can. I I, I could easily do that, or I could easily just vote for Dracula and say um there were three Draculas on the list. There were three Draculas on the list. I took one off. There were three. If um, you really think about the Count and Blackula, there were yeah, even more. There were even more Draculas. But I will be an and asshole. Baylor. And and kind of tie it up. Uh, by saying Spike Spike was a geek. He was a geeky guy. He was a fucking loser. And then he became a, a, a vampire and became a poser, which is exactly what lots of geeky guys become when they get success or money or something else where, where, where they have the ability to now talk in these crowds. They still are awkward and funny. And he was that for a little while. And then he got better. And then he became, you know, the Spike we know and love today. So I will be voting for Spike uh just to tie it up so josh is the one that gets to break jill's heart <laughs> before i go on a uh, a rant here uh a soci- uh, sociological uh, uh, i can't talk whatever before i go on my, my little spiel here uh how did nobody uh put count chocula in i just thought of count chocula how the fuck did he not make the list i don't know i don't know well that's right because i wasn't putting things on the list anyway Maybe he's in the alternate bracket. Anyway, uh, I thought for sure he was going to pop up as an unknown. Yeah. He's very known to me. I loved it. Um, so I look at I look at Spike as being the embodiment, the embodiment, and we've all said this of the modern vampire. And I I really feel like Eric Northman is a better representation of that. But you've got old school and you've got new school, and essentially what it comes down to is that. You know, some people, yeah, they choose to be a vampire, but uh, a lot of the times people are made vampires and you're automatically conflicted once you become a vampire because you need to kill and you need to feed to stay alive. And, you you know, you can become a complete animal, which is the animal side of being a vampire, doing anything to survive, or you can still hold on to your humanity, which is, you know, trying to be a normal person holding on to parts of your former life. And, you know, as, as much as that animal side, that side that will do anything to kill and to feed and to survive that, that Dracula does, uh, 
you know, seducing women, seducing anybody, getting, getting people to do his bidding. Um, as much as that is entertaining and that's what we think of a vampire, I feel like it's, it's a pretty cool thing to look at somebody who doesn't have that choice and then struggles to hold on to their humanity um, as much as they can um, under the circumstances. And I think that's what makes the modern vampire so cool. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to think outside the box here and say that, you know, in the last 10 years, we've kind of turned the page on vampires and we're, we're kind of going in a new direction and we're making them human, more human than they are. Um, so I'm voting for spike, but more so I'm voting for the modern vampire. Um, the, what, what the vampire has become in true blood, um, in Buffy, um, and into, you know, some aspects, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, um, but Twilight, um, we're seeing different aspects of them and it allows you to adapt characters and move them further along than just a good looking guy with nice clothes and a nice castle who seduces women and bites their necks or a black prince who roams Brooklyn or whatever. So I'm going to vote for Spike. Josh, I love you. Spike definitively wins because i w- that was a, that was pretty good geek logic that was great logic yeah i'll buy that yeah uh, i'm on board yay spike is the winner but not yay. by a clean sweep i can't believe i just did that but i, I am can. so happy you did that it's because you gave me all the time to think while you guys talked that's what it's there for <laughs> uh spike is the winner but of course we are absolutely wrong like nope, we are no, no. yeah it should have been belly lagosa's dracula it should have been Count Chocula. It, it should have been Count Chocula, yeah. Cassidy, uh, Duckula, you name it. <laughs> Anybody could have won this, but Spike. Actually, it should have been uh, Jim Carrey from Once Bitten. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Fa- uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, let's start with you there, Josh. Anything? Um, you know, I just found out last night from my brother-in-law that um, our paranormal investigation group um, has a little gig. Um, and for anybody who's listening in, in Maine, um, especially Kennebunk, Maine, uh, the library in Kennebunk is going to have a fundraiser and they're going to have mediums and tarot card readers. It's kind of a fun thing. But we are actually going to do an investigation in that library, which is the same library I grew up going to as a kid, um, looking at books about UFOs and stuff. And uh during that uh, fundraiser, we're going to present our evidence. So it's actually not on their website yet, um, but it is going to happen. So on, on the offhand chance that somebody is listening, um, that's going to be going on. So we definitely love it if somebody came and checked it out. That's it. Well, there there is something else because somebody is two days late for you, right? So by the t- this episode is going to air in two weeks. So by that point, that person should be here, right? Yes. My uh, first son uh jack spencer uh who's named after uh my grandfather and my great-grandmother's maiden name um carrie spencer uh is supposed to be here anytime and i gotta tell you i'm staying up late to watch the past tonight and i wouldn't mind not having to go to work tomorrow so hopefully he comes tonight definitely within the next week rock and or roll uh let's see let's go to you jill uh, you can find me I, on online nowadays. I've actually joined the Twitter nation. So you can find me at J-M-V-A-L-U-E-T. You can also check out my blog, jvaluet.blogspot.com, uh, where I talk about the writing that I'm doing and upcoming projects. So that's it for me. 
and Chris Mitchell. Uh, I shall leave you to do the lovely blog, all that sort of stuff. I will also jump on the Twitter bandwagon. I'm trying to get to 100 followers. I managed to get to 96 followers before I asked more people to follow me, and now I'm back down to 87 followers. So if you've got five minutes, follow me on Twitter at Chris Can't Fly. Uh, please follow him. Let him have 100 Twitter followers. Give Chris I, I, 100. Come on, do it. I'm I'm following you right now. 88! Woohoo! And seriously, porn bots, follow Chris and don't get erased by Twitter. Shatnerbot is following me now. I like Shatnerbot. <laughs> uh, check out our friends DVDGeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Bye Bye Robot at www.byebyerobot.com. The Rockford Files Files. Inappropriate Conversations is an awesome podcast. You can listen to them. Also, give a listen to uh, The Soulless Minis of Orthodoxy, Commentary Track Stars, Mission Log, a Roddenberry podcast. And a special thanks goes to Karen for being a web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr with Chris Mitchell, who also created a Geek Fights Wikia. And uh, Christy Woke helped flesh it out. You can play on there, too. Uh, put whatever you like about us. Like, ooh, I want to suck your cock. Uh, who could forget Mr. Jared Formby and his amazing intros? You can check him out at www.heystartrek.com. Mike? Uh, you can find me on the Week in Geek video show on YouTube where we preview new comics every week. You can check us out at geekfights.net where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, links to our wiki, our Facebook page, and our Tumblr. And also, whoever is Chris Mitchell's 100th follower, we will give them a Geek Fights pin, a Geek Fights sticker, a DVD, and a trade paperback. Okay. Awesome! You're going to have to tweet that, Mike. Right now. Chris, tweet that. Oh, wait, that won't work. Yeah, well. No, that, no, that's, that, that won't work because no one follows me. <laughs> if I tweet it, the people that I'm are following you. All right. It, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook. You're going to have to give me the Geek Fights Twitter password, Damon. Um, if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at Facebook or Twitter. Uh, just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. See, it's, it's the middle of the day. I can shout all the fuck I want right now. Our upcoming episodes are next week is Best Zombie. Best of zombie uh after that is best of stephen king where we get to hear john yet again and he'll have a kid or sorry josh, josh yet again and he'll have a kid by that point jack will be there so maybe he won't be on the episode because he'll be too tired there'll just be a lot of crying in the background that's fine it usually is oh you're gonna be on with michael so yeah there will be a lot of crying <laughs> oh i'm glad i'm not on that one any and all ideas are welcome uh thanks again for listening until next time keep fighting the geek fight good night
an unexpected my, ending. Yay, I'm so happy. Did my last argument make any sense? Because while I was speaking, my two dogs were fighting and my boyfriend was making rude faces at me to try and distract me. <laughs> From your hope for Spike. I wasn't yes. listening. Yes, <laughs> okay. it did. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I was trying to speak and not pay attention to them at the same time, which was very challenging. All, all I was doing was going, which uh, whichever way uh, Chris votes, I'm voting the opposite to tie it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't joking. That's exactly what I was doing. I didn't care. I was like, ah, Dracula is fine. Spike is fine. That's what I thought as well. It didn't. It, at that point, a, a winner was going to be whoever it was, and that was fine. It, yeah. You know, no need, no need to push for anything. Nope. I, I really thought it, it should be Dracula, but when it, when it got defined as modern vampire, more so than explicitly Spike, then I was like, you know, that's actually. Yeah, the modern vampire is something a little bit more, a little bit meatier than uh, than just the classic guy wants substance. to bite you. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, okay. I mean, I I guess I could have switched my vote, but you know, I'm not, wouldn't wouldn't have mattered. But you still know, can. Nah. All right, I'll switch it's- my vote. <laughs> okay, Spike still wins. Yeah. <laughs> what What happens if I switch my vote as well? Ooh, then Dracula wins. But it's too late. We we finished the Wait, episode. I thought no, that's not right. Me and, he me voted and for, Dracula. for Dracula. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. It doesn't make. But if he votes for Dracula, then you have to switch your vote. Or if he votes for Spike, you have to switch to Dracula. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. As long as Spike still wins, I don't care. <laughs> Balls. I think I'll hang up on all of you so I can watch football now. Alright. Good night. Thanks for everybody for being on. Say it, bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. Hello. Hello. I'm peeing. I could hear that. It's weird. What do you want on your phone? No. You just moved the laptop with you? Yeah. Oh. That is coming. Did you move the microphone closer? No. Please tell me you're still recording. I'm still recording. Okay. Because when you hear it, when you listen back, it's like I can kind of hear you, but I can definitely hear you pee. Whew. Like, there was a good episode. Yeah.